Hey, buddies. Welcome to episode 19 of Headlines of Coffee, the podcast. I'm your host, Generator, and I got a special guest, my dad. Say hi, dad. Hi, everybody. Um, So we're doing things a little different this week because it is hate week. So let's go ahead and bring Bill on. Welcome to hate week. Now I can't hear you. Now I think he's messing with me. Ah. She, she, she mentions hate week, and now all of a sudden, uh, let's bring in Bill. Let's talk about hate week. Let's, let's, let's bring in Bill, and let's talk about hate week. So before we start discussing uh, the game, let's we have our top 10. It's going to be our top 10 favorite football movies, and Dad even came up with his own. Yes! Yes! Yeah. I'm all for it. <laughs> all right. All right. So let's start with number 10. My number 10 is Friday Night Lights. Okay. My number 10 is The Program. The Program. Okay. Do you remember that one? I don't. <laughs> okay. It was a movie starring James Caan uh, and a couple other guys that had been in other football movies. It's not particularly a really good movie, but it always sticks in my heart because this is when I really, really bad wanted to be a sportscaster and work for ESPN. And I use this movie as research. It's uh, loosely based around the Florida State football program, their Eastern State University. <laughs> it's, okay. Uh, yeah. It, it's not particularly good. It's a, a guilty pleasure movie. Oh, gotcha. Dad, what's right. your top 10? Or your number 10? My number 10 is Draft Day. Draft Day. Kevin Costner. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. That's about the, about the Browns, isn't it? Yeah. Yes. Yeah. I do remember that one. All right. My number nine. Um, my number nine is Any Given Sunday. Sorry, I can't read my own handwriting. <laughs> I was not the biggest fan of Any Given Sunday. Not because... I don't think it was a good movie. It's just not, I'm not the biggest Oliver Stone guy. I'm not a big fan of the way he paces his movies. I'm really not a fan of the way he shoots his movies. So that's an artistic choice, not so much the the movie itself, if that makes sense. Yeah, that makes sense. Okay. Uh, My number nine is The Longest Yard. Oh, ooh, number all the way down number nine. Dad, what's your number nine? Rudy. Rudy. Yeah. Oh my Trust God! Me. All the way down. Hey, week. Wow. Good ones. Okay. Uh, my number eight is the replacements. Okay. Yeah, that's the uh, Keanu Reeves one, right? Mm-hmm. About the uh, the striking. Okay. Uh, my number eight is necessary roughness. I've never seen that movie. I saw. Oh, that. oh my gosh! Really? Okay, so Scott Bakula is the star. He's a quarterback. Uh, this fictional Texas State University. They get hit with all these sanctions. It's basically about the SMU program. Sorta, and uh, they have to go find this quarterback that he recruited back in the seventies. And Scott Bakula is like thirty-four years old, and they bring him on campus to be the quarterback. It's uh, it's really funny. It's a lot of the same guys that played in the program played in Necessary Roughness. It's hilarious. It's a great. It's a very fun, stupid football comedy. It did look like it was pretty good. So I, I'll have to watch that one someday. Yeah, it, it, and Scott Bakula, I'm a fan of his, so I always give anything with him a shot. Go for it, Jen. Mine was Radio with Cuba Goody Jr. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, that's that's a good movie. I think. Yeah, I that, agree. that's that's funny because uh, number seven for me is Radio. <laughs> <laughs> My number seven is also an inspirational football story, The Blind Side. All right. All right, Bill, we're on key with that one because that's mine as well. Blind oh, side. see, wow, look oh, at that. Interesting. Um, <laughs> my number six is The Little Giants. <laughs> I love that movie. Uh, my number six is Varsity Blues. No, number 
No, no. never mind. I'm sorry. I got distracted. The dogs. I was That's thinking okay. number seven. Again. We have chaos in here right now. Bill. A little bit. I understand. And FYI, for people that heard, like for that's listening on Spotify, I was not hurting Jasper. I was really just grabbing him by the collar, but he's a little baby. So that little squealing was Jasper just being a big baby. I was not hurting. I don't hurt dogs. So my number six is Little Giants as well. Oh, look at that. Yeah. Oh, man. Tunsies. <laughs> uh, my number five is The Longest Yard. Okay. My number five is Invincible. I like both of them. Oh, okay. I like. No, both. I'm sorry. What was yours? Uh, my number five is the Invincible. I don't think I've heard of that one. Okay, that's the that's the wide receiver. Uh, Mark Wahlberg makes the uh, the '70s Philadelphia Eagles team. Dick Vermeil's the coach. Okay, it's a big Disney production movie. I'm surprised y'all hadn't heard of it, but Invincible with Mark Wahlberg. Mine was the Replacements. Okay, I really I really enjoy that movie. Okay, it is a good movie. All right, my number four is Waterboy. I'm sorry. <laughs> I, I just, I cannot stand Henry Winkler. I'm oh, just, no. I, I'm just, I can't. Hey. Even, hey. hey yeah, I, I just, I'm not a fan. Like, when he gets killed in Scream, I cheer. Oh, no, <laughs> no. <laughs> what, we're on number four. four. My number my number four is the Little Giants. Man, we had a lot of the same ones on here. Mm-hmm. Mine's, mine's the longest yards, both of them. Okay. All right. Uh, my number three is The Blind Side. Okay. My number three is Remember the Titans. Uh, number three for me was The Water Boy. Okay. <laughs> hey. <laughs> my number two, or go ahead, Jen. Oh, I'm so sorry. That's okay. My number two is Rudy. Okay. My number two is Draft Day because not only do I think it's a good movie and it's a good football movie, I love, love, love the way it's shot and edited because it's got the creative overlays in between scenes and people talking to each other on the phones. Uh, Chadwick Bozeman, RIP, friggin' love that guy. He's He was so money in everything he played. Nice. Mine was Remember the Titans. Oh, I'm really interested to hear you guys as number one because my number one is that is my all time favorite movie is Remember the Titans. Like football movie okay. is Remember the Titans. Okay. My number one is Rudy. Always will be. I have to say Brian's song. Oh, such a good song. A good, great movie. I, how did I forget Brian? How did I forget The Express? Oh my <laughs> gosh. Yeah, we were talking about that oh. earlier during dinner. I was like, I like, I know the premise of the movie, like, and I heard it's a really, really sad movie, but I don't remember actually seeing it, so I couldn't put it on my list. Yeah, Bri- Brian, second one, but I, I couldn't find it on IMDb. Yeah, Brian Piccolo, Gail Sayers. It, it's a really good movie. So, all right. Yeah. So, as you guys know, it is hate week. We do have the game on Saturday. And Ohio State versus that team up north. So I did come up, like, I did look up some quick stats. So this will be our 117th meeting. Mm-hmm. Uh, that team up north is leading 58 to 51 with six ties. I guess that's what the third one is, um, which I always think that's weird with ties. But anyways, the mm-hmm. longest streak, the team up north does have the longest streak from 1901 to uh, 1909. But currently Ohio State has won the last eight games or eight seasons. So, yeah. It should be nine. Like, we should have had nine, but you guys, you know, kind of bitched out a little bit. Like, oh, coronavirus, we can't play football. As they go to practice the very next day. Wow. Really? We're going there with it? Facts. (laughs) Oh, my gosh. Yes. (laughs) Okay. 
Well, I, I, here, here's the way I look at it. Okay. I'm a Michigan fan, but I'm also a realist. Okay. So Ohio State, it, it'll be the same story as it is every year. Michigan will keep it interesting for maybe the first half. Then Ohio State turns the Jets on and just blows them out of the water. And then Ohio State will go on to win the Big 12 or the Big 10. I'm sorry. And they'll proceed to lose to a team from the South as they do Aww. every year. Oh, that's tell me I'm wrong. That you might be wrong this year. Have you seen our quarterback? Have you seen our wide receivers? Have you seen you, our quarterback? You lost to a team that lost to Utah. At the very beginning of the season. I don't care. The lo- lo- no, it, it, it still happened. Very young team. It still happened. So what? what is your prediction for the game this weekend? I, I'm going to say Ohio State 52, Michigan 28. Okay. I think it's going to be closer because I do think that team up north is going to actually give us a little bit of run for our money because they, they're looking good this year. Um, so I think it's going to be Ohio State 42 and that team up north 35. Well, I hate to play the, the back and forth game, but Michigan State beat Michigan and then Michigan State goes and <laughs> proceeds to get their ass <laughs> handed to them. So I, I the reason they scored a touchdown was because our second and third string was in. Uh, no, you had the cheerleaders and the water boy in <laughs> <laughs> at that point. What do you think the score is going to be this weekend? I think it's going to be a close game. I really do. I think it's probably going to be Michigan 21 and Ohio State probably 34. Oh, wow. I, I respect the gutsiness, but I, I've, you know, I've seen the song and dance before. I just, I, I can't see Michigan's defense slowing Ohio State down once the second half adjustments are made. Uh, you just, once you see it year after year after year, I mean, it's the same old thing. Yeah, I hear that. It'll be interesting to see. So do you have any fun, um, like, things that you do for the game? Not anymore. I used to host a uh, party because you got to remember, this is also uh, Kentucky and U of L's hate week. Mm-hmm. So we would have just an entire day. Uh, we would find three games, of course, UK, U of L, um, Michigan, Ohio State. And then usually we would try to find an obscure one. Mm-hmm. Uh, I would, I always wanted them to put Army, Navy in hate week. But yeah. they, always make, they always make Army, Navy the very last game of the mm-hmm. season. So uh, it draws the eyes. Yeah, save the best for last. <laughs> yeah, oh, I, and I'm all for it. But, um, you know, if I could have all three of those games in one day, that, that would be awesome. We used to do, we used to host parties mm-hmm. and we used to do NCAA football tournaments in between the games. Oh, fun. Yeah. So, but here lately, uh, life happens, adulting yeah. happens, you know, yeah. st- stuff we used to do, but. Yeah, I don't. I don't really do much. Like I haven't been able to watch the game with Dad. It's been. I can't even remember the last time we've watched the game together. It's been a while. You watched it on your own. Your own. No, that's right. You missed it. Yeah. The one week they were bi week, and the other week you were up north. Yeah. No, it's been. I think it was last. No, year. I'm talking about the game. Oh, the game was last year. No, last year the they copped out because of the coronavirus. I had been the year before because I know we watched it down south in Tennessee. Did we? That's when Gabe came down there. Oh, safety, well, safety first, Jen. Bad yeah. memories. <laughs> I have bad memories, but I feel like it's been a while. But um, as far as like traditions, like I don't really do much. Like um, I don't. I just watch. I I always wear whatever uniform they're wearing. So this week they're away. So that's why I got my white jersey on. Mm-hmm. Um, and I always have a hat on. I usually take it off at some point because like you've thrown it at the TV. 
No, I have to do that. Um, and then I just um, might might have some kind of a snack. So I think tomorrow, or not tomorrow, Saturday, we're going to make, um, I'm going to make dad some jalapeno poppers, bacon wrap ones. And then we're going to get some stuff because my mom doesn't eat uh, peppers really. So we're okay. going to get something for her and it's going to be a good time. It's going to be fun. What what time is the game? Noon. Noon. Okay. Yep. So we've got them at noon and then Kentucky and Uofel is a night game. I might try to sneak in nine holes in between the two games, but uh, <laughs> my wife will tell you that she likes watching Michigan games with me a lot more than watching Kentucky yeah. games because number one, she's got a crush on lady pants himself, Jim Harbaugh. She just, oh uh, yeah. She, she, she thinks, knows. Uh, well, you know, she married me. I mean, come on. Um, <laughs> <laughs> no, I don't pick my nose, but come on. Is it at uh, noon? It's at noon, isn't it? Like now I feel like now I feel like it's at 3:30, but I'm pretty sure it's at noon. Hold on, let me double check that cuz I really feel like I'm but, wrong right now. But she'll tell you Kentucky games, I throw stuff, I scream, I yell like they can hear me and yeah. I'm I'm yelling at Mark Stoops, "Why did you play it? Or why did you call a draw there?" Uh, you know, like like they can hear me. It just uh Yeah. Oh yeah, it is at noon. Yeah, I do. I mean, I do the same thing. I get very passionate about the Buckeyes, and you know, I tell I tell my friends like, "Hey, you know, if they lose, it's it's a bad day for me." And like, just leave Jen alone. <laughs> yeah, after the Oregon game, you were not very. Uh, I was not a happy camper. I was really sad about that. I know. I'm gonna step out of here gracefully, as graceful as I can. Yeah. Bill, nice meeting you. Nice meeting you, sir. Nice Thank you so much you. for joining us. Go so, Army, beat Navy, <laughs> and go Buckeyes. <laughs> Yeah. Dad, come on. <laughs> Take care, sir. Thank you for joining Thanks, us. Dad. All right. He did not just go Army beat Navy. Oh, my gosh. He definitely did. Of course he did. Oh, my gosh. We're, we're an Army family, so there's that. Um, So I will be honest with you guys. I, I was going to say this during the intro, but since Dad Dad's on or Dad was on, you know, I want to kind of let him – come on for a little bit and hang out and then we do the rest. Um, so Jen, Jen messed up. I wasn't very well prepared for, you know, this pre-record because obviously we're pre-recording it. So we're just going to kind of wing it. I did bring down, like write down some notes for me. So we're going to get on with some American history. So uh, for November 23rd, this is obviously Tuesday, November 23rd, uh, 1785, John Hancock is elected POTUS for the second time. In 1863, Union forces win the Battle of the Orchard um, in Knob, Tennessee. In 1863, the Battle of Chattanooga, one of the most decisive battles in the Civil War, begins. And for birthdays for November 23rd, um, 1804 is Franklin Pierce, uh, the American war hero and the 14th president of the United States. In 19, or I'm sorry, 1888, Adolf Arthur Harpo Max of the Max Brothers, comedian, uh, was also born. And it is a very special happy birthday to my mom because tomorrow is her birthday. Well, you know, today, November 23rd is her birthday. So happy birthday to mom. Um, all right. And as far as headlines go, so Bill, let's talk about the Rittenhouse trial because last week when we talked about it, they didn't have a verdict yet. And then they mm -hmm. finally released the verdict on Friday. And let me tell you guys something. Um, Jen Jen doesn't get emotional very often. But um, I was at I was obviously at work when this happened and me and I, look, I, I video chat my friends like all day long, even at work, whatever. Mm -hmm. um, but me and Kat, we had been watching the trial pretty much together, like the whole that whole week and a little bit from the week before. And we watched the verdict together and I was a little bit ahead of her. So I was like, 
you know, trying to be quiet because I had already heard the first count. Mm-hmm. And then she started catching up. And I'm telling you what, like, I got so emotional because I honestly thought that they were going to find him guilty. Um, Rosen, the Rosenbaum charge was the main one I was concerned with. I really thought that he was going to be found guilty and was going to go to jail. And then we also have the Ahmaud Albury case that's going on. And I'm like, they're going to let those two guys walk just to start. Because the, the we know that the justice system is corrupt. Um, thank God it wasn't corrupt in this in this case, but we do know that the justice system is corrupt. And I'll talk more about that when I talk about the incident that just happened in Wisconsin. But I really thought that Kyle was going to go to jail. The McMichaels are going to walk, which that obviously they haven't. I don't know if they've started. No, they did start their closing argument. So I think the jury's in deliberation or they're getting ready to start deliberation. Um, and I really thought the McMichaels were going to walk. And I'm like, if that would have happened, that that right there guarantees that guarantees a civil war, in my opinion, just because like, oh, you let the two guys that actually murdered somebody actually murdered a black guy go. And then you have this white guy that shot or killed two white guys and shot another white guy. And he, the white supremacist somehow, I really, and oh my God, you guys, I don't understand. I don't understand the left. I really don't. There's one liberal that I follow on TikTok. I love her content. And a lot of the times like she does, She's very educated in what she says, but this one, she got wrong. Like they are all throwing a fit about Kyle Rittenhouse being found not guilty. And I just don't, I don't, I don't understand. I really think that we're in two different realities right now. What do you think, Bill? Uh, This is going to be probably a really unpopular opinion with a lot of our listeners and that's fine. Mm -hmm. I leading up to the verdict, I thought, oh, my God, everything hinges on this. This kid did not do anything wrong. This kid, he shot these guys in self-defense. He was being attacked. He was being chased. I heard all the effing lamestream media who are still telling lies, misinformation, and false truths about this kid. Okay? Uh, I mean, that domestic terrorist, Sonny Hostin, how she keeps a job just continues to lie and manipulate and tell us false information left and right. It just, it, 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 but, but I figured it out, Jim. I'm not Did doing you? it. I, I'm figuring it out. I'm not doing it anymore. I'm You're not doing it anymore. And let me tell you why. What are you? Hold on. You got to specify. When aren't you doing it anymore? I'm not buying into the bullshit. Which bullshit? There's All so much it. bullshit. Though. Yeah. No, no. You're right. All of it. It Okay, Kyle Rittenhouse, whether he was found guilty or whether he was found innocent, it doesn't affect me, it doesn't affect my wife, it doesn't affect my family or my paycheck. And I, I know it's like, well, none of this really does, Bill. And yeah, you, you, you're right on that. But I fed so much emotion and research into this trial. Watch. If I'm not on a work call, I'm watching the trial up here on YouTube. Mm -hmm. All the stuff that is presented. And then I see the lamestream media, a job that I did for 14 years that I loved and put every, I, I lost relationships. I lost family members for 14 years trying to be a journalist Mm -hmm. and to see what they've done and what it's become 
it, it break, it, that's what really breaks my heart is how yeah. th- they, they keep framing it. Like you said, this is no, this has nothing to do with race. It has nothing. How can a white supremacist kill three white people and it be a, he be a white supremacist? Yeah, I don't understand. Why? Really don't. See, and now I'm getting fired up about it again. No. This is and, why. And I, and I get it. And I, I, I completely understand where you're coming from, because, like, I've been feeling the same. Um, I mean, even watching like the prosecution blatantly lie. Like, um, what's the one, the one guy that survived? I can't remember. His stupid uh, name. I know. With who, a G. Sorry yeah, with a G. I know. But that guy admitted on the um, on on the the stand mm-hmm. that he he pointed his gun at Kyle. He admitted it on the stand. Yeah. And then they they showed this video in slow motion, like he didn't point his gun, like. He, he did though like we we can see it like there's pictures Jen like, can I, I understand can, can I point out the one thing that pisses me off the most yeah the the left the lamestream media whoever they will say that Kyle Rittenhouse was at fault because he went there he mm-hmm. he went there to try to be a vigilante mm-hmm. let's say you're right I'm not saying that's correct I'm saying right. for the sake of this conversation let's say he's right Mm-hmm. Then they will defend these three people that he shot and said, oh, they weren't chasing him. They were trying to contain what they thought was an active shooter. Mm-hmm. How does that make it any different from vigilanteism? It doesn't. Exactly. And like, you don't get it both is, ways. Well, n- not only that, but like th- I just saw this on Facebook and I think this was worded perfectly. The the argument that, oh, well, he should have never been there is equivalent to oh, well, she shouldn't have been wearing that dress. Yes, yes. Like, you cannot victim blame. Like, I don't care if he wasn't supposed to be there or not. One, his father lives there. He works mm -hmm. there. Like, that's his area, and he's a a fucking American. He has every right to be there. So, like, regardless, he has every right to be there, but, like, I just, I really hate that argument. And uh, a buddy of mine, I may have said it on this show last week, I may have said it on my show with Allison, but... I, a buddy of mine said it to me perfectly. If I'm having an affair with a married woman mm-hmm. and her husband busts in, okay, yeah, did I, was I supposed to be there? No. But if he comes and physically attacks me, I still have every right to defend myself. Just because exactly. I'm banging his wife doesn't mean he gets to try to kill me without me retaliating. Exactly. I just, I don't understand like this. This should have, like we said last week, this should have mm-hmm. never went to trial. Right. It was clear cut self defense, mm-hmm. and uh, you know all these people saying, "Oh well, you know he's he's white, and that's why like he's getting off." It's like, okay, well, correct me if I'm wrong, but Brianna mm-hmm. Taylor's boyfriend, yeah, who shot at the police, said it was in self defense, and he's not in jail. Correct? No, he got off because of self defense. Mm-hmm. Yeah, like let's yeah. let's make it make sense, you guys. Like, but stop th- picking and choosing just based off of race for one, and like mm-hmm. let's just start looking at the facts. And the left, the leftists, the lamestream media, they will sit there and tell you, or they they won't talk about that because then it kills their narrative. But mm-hmm. I'm going to go on the other side of the coin for just a second, Jen. Okay, I'm so sick of. Tucker Carlson, Fox News, Sean Hannity, all these other fuckers acting like, oh, we won. What What did you win? We, okay. is yeah. is Are you getting a Rittenhouse prize delivered via Amazon? Yeah. Nothing. Okay. Yeah. That's like when, when OJ Simpson was acquitted. Okay. And Chris Rock has that joke about uh, what did we win? 
Okay, yeah. I'm waiting for my OJ prize. Yeah, so, I mean, we didn't win. Any, well, okay, uh, let me, I guess I throw this at you. Because okay. this is why, like, I understand where you're coming at. Like, this shit doesn't affect us. Except it does. Because that was our constitutional rights. That was pretty mm-hmm. much on trial. Like, we have every right to defend ourselves and to carry and all that stuff. Like, that was my argument with dad was... Because he's like, oh, here's all the Wisconsin gun laws. I'm like, Dad, did you know that those gun laws are actually unconstitutional? Because that, like, the Constitution does not specify age. We have every right to bear arms. Like, that is in the Constitution. doesn't specify age. And, like, people can, you know, uh, argue with me on this, whatever. I don't care. Mm-hmm. But in that same sentence of, you know, we have the right to bear arms, we also have the right to, you know, have, form our militias. Well, if you think about how the militias were formed back in the day, they were kids 13 and up. Right. You know? So, like, they they are very much allowed to carry weapons. Like how about instead of like trying to take our guns away and saying that we can't have this and we can't have that when it's in Mm -hmm. the constitution, we're allowed to have it. How about we start focusing on, I don't know, firearm safety, Alec Baldwin and crew of rust. Mm -hmm. Like he wants, he, and I'm completely cut, not really getting off topic, but I'm kind of going somewhere else. You're you're, you're meeting him at the crossroads. I know where you're going. But like now he wants the police there to like help enforce that there's firearm safety. It's like, guy there are eight-year-old kids out there that have better firearm safety than the adults that were on that set we have we we give soldiers 18 year old kids fresh from mom and dad's house some of them them 17 some of them 17 now listen some there are some kids that are like "Uh, you shouldn't have that gun like you you should not have a gun but for the most part like we teach them Mm. firearm safety and if we start focusing more on that then it is what it is, you know. It, it drives me nuts. I mean, you can sit there and say, oh, a 17 and 18-year-old soldier, he receives months of training. Yeah, but you don't give a shit about that so, training as long as they're standing on that wall and defending your freedoms. Right, okay? but it's, it's so, also not months of training. Like, we get like a couple well, you, weeks before. I, I know, but you, you, you get what I'm saying with <laughs> yeah, that. Yeah, I do. And, I do get I do And, get and, and Jen, I would kind of, I, I, it's kind of a pushback, but it's kind of not of a pushback, mm-hmm. but... Our gun rights in this country are on trial every time somebody is shot, Mm -hmm. especially if they're shot with some kind of scary rifle, which I don't own any of. (laughs) Oh, my God. That was the other thing. Like Mm. they they were I I don't know what it is about these people that don't know anything about guns. Like one, we all know that AR is it doesn't stand for assault. (laughs) Like it doesn't stand for assault rifle. It is the brand of the weapon. But regardless, that type of weapon, they for some reason think that it gives you some sort of a magic bubble because like, oh, well, he only had a Glock. A bullet's it's, still a bullet. Even if it was a 22, a 22 can kill you. Like, mm. let's, let's be real. These people. The, those are the ones that really drive me nuts is the ones who, oh, well, you shouldn't have this. Well, you know what? That guy who has five DUIs but is still driving, you know, yeah, you pulled his license, but he still owns a car, Mm -hmm. okay? He shouldn't have a car, and it it, it just drives me bonkers. You know, I don't know a damn thing about nuclear fusion. I don't know Mm -hmm. a damn thing about biochemistry, so I don't try to talk about it. If Mm -hmm. you've never picked up and owned a firearm before— don't talk about it yeah. like you know what the hell you're talking about. Exactly. And, like, let's just advocate for, for gun safety 
Yes. And like, I do, I do believe that there should be some sort of background check. Like I do mm-hmm. firmly believe that I don't think, you know, felons that had a violent history should be able to carry. Like, I think you lose that right when you, you know, you violate others mm-hmm. rights. Like that's, that's the big thing about the justice system. If you violate somebody else's rights, your rights should be taken away. Right. So if you lose that right to carry, then you lose that right to carry. So I do think that there should be some sort of a background check, but where was I going with this? Well, I'll just kind of say this while you gather that thought back. I also find it really effing hilarious how everybody wants a pedophile dead until a pedophile gets dead. Yes. And see, now here, here's the one thing that I don't like, though, because we do that. I, I, I firmly believe that it there people. The past does not matter in those situations. It's the same as when a cop kills somebody because mm. people are like, oh, well, George Floyd this and he did that. The past doesn't matter. What matters is what happened in that moment. In that moment, a grown man was chasing a 17-year-old boy and saying that he was going to kill him, reached for the gun, got popped Mm -hmm. four times. And then on the other hand, you had a bunch of grown men going after the same 17-year-old kid, hitting him in the head with a skateboard, holding a gun to his head like that that's what it was at the end of the day was that mm-hmm. Kyle Rittenhouse had every right to defend himself against aggressors. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, no, no, I, I agree with you mm-hmm. on the point that you're making. And I guess I'm making a point that's a little bit facetious mm-hmm. because personally, I think if you're convicted of sexually assaulting a child, I think that's a death penalty sentence right I there. I agree with that. Okay. And that's why I think that our justice system is flawed, which kind of brings me to the next headline. Now, I don't know, and you can stay in, Bill. You don't have to pull yourself out. I don't know how to say this. Wakukesha, Wakesha, Wakisha, Minnesota, Wisconsin, I mean. W- yeah, w- yeah. Wakesha, whatever. Yeah. The the massacre that just happened where the guy drove through the, the parade. So there's, there's five dead currently and 48 injured. So Daryl E. Brooks... This guy's had a very violent criminal past for the past 20 years. He's been mm-hmm. charged three times in the less in less than two years of recklessly endangering the safety of others. He allegedly ran over his baby mama, was released on a thousand dollar bail, that thousand dollar bail for attempting to murder somebody with a vehicle. Before we move on, buddies, let's take a quick break. Welcome back. Now let's continue on with the show. Let that sink in, you guys. Um, so he he bailed out or bonded out on the 11th of November and was finally released from jail on the 16th to turn around and do this. So this is why I say that the justice system is full, because you have this guy who has had a very violent criminal past who was just attempting to murder somebody with a vehicle and mm-hmm. was released. And then not even what's today, the 23rd. So seven days later. Mm-hmm. So a week later, and well, less than because this happened a couple of days ago. So a week later, oh, or less and, than a week ago, he runs over a bunch of people. Okay, and let me let me add this. According to a couple of different news outlets that I'm looking at right now, he was fleeing a domestic disturbance scene. So he got into another domestic disturbance and yes. then was fleeing, and then decided mm-hmm. to drive through a parade and hurt a bunch of kids and kill people. Like I, I just I don't understand. I, I think that a lot of our government programs i don't know if that's the right terminology um but we've talked about this before like a lot of our government programs quote unquote Mm -hmm. um really need reformed like i am a firm believer like police reform our our police do need reformed our justice system needs reform our welfare program needs reform our whole government just needs reformed because it's all trash all of it is trash 
There, there do need to be a lot of changes. I agree with you on that on a lot of different levels, but I'm going to go ahead and bring this in. Mm -hmm. This is from News 4 SA, and they said, the uh, poli according to police, suspect in deadly Wisconsin parade crash was fleeing a domestic disturbance. Yeah, minutes before the attack, police say Brooks was involved in a domestic disturbance, fleeing that scene before the police could arrive. Mm -hmm. He only recently got out of jail, as you mentioned, mm -hmm. uh, for allegedly running over a woman earlier this month in the same SUV. Yeah. What the F? And they, they let him go. We like if If somebody can make it make sense, like I would really appreciate it because I'm telling you right now, Bill, like, I, I'm at this point, and I'm very frustrated, and like this is something I want to talk about when we're done with the show, is okay. I, I want to restructure the podcast because I am so sick and tired of talking about pretty much the same thing. I'm very frustrated and I'm sure you, everybody else is. And I think we're going to, I think we're going to take a holiday break soon. So maybe that yeah. will help. But yeah. like, I just, I'm at the point now where I'm sick and tired of talking about it. That doesn't mean I'm not going to go out there and d go do the things like, um, you know, with the, because the active, the activist stuff, like the protests, the rallies, like mm -hmm. I'm still going to do all those things that I can make it to. Like it sucks. I couldn't make it to the Indiana one, but um, there's some more that's coming up that I'm going to be going to. So I'm still going to be doing the things, but mm -hmm. you guys, like, I, I feel like I can't keep talking about it. Like it's like talking to a, a brick wall, not you guys aren't brick walls. Like, let me clarify that you guys aren't brick walls, but it's like, it's not really doing anything. So I think actions speak louder than words. And at this point, like my words aren't doing anything. So mm -hmm. I, I don't, I don't know. I think we, I think we need to reform the, <laughs> the podcast. <laughs> Maybe. Hashtag reform the podcast. Hashtag, uh, hashtag I, I, I would, there's a, uh, a great interview. I can't believe I'm saying this on the same breath, but Bill Maher recently did an interview with, uh, uh, Cuomo on CNN. Which and, Chris uh, Cuomo or Andrew? Chris. Chris. Okay. Ain't, no, ain't nobody doing no interviews with, with Andrew, I promise. <laughs> No, uh, and it's about a 30-minute interview, and I would encourage everybody to go watch it because Bill Maher, there's some things he says I agree with. There's some things he says I don't, mm -hmm. but he makes a lot of very good points about how we've come to this place in society now to where it's either defund the police and have vigil or vigilanteism police. Mm -hmm. And if you're a Democrat, I have to hate you. If you're a conservative, I mm -hmm. have to hate you. That's where we're at. And uh, I don't want to, you know, give too many more spoilers, yeah. but he makes a lot of great points. The only thing that he would say that I disagree with is that we're beyond redemption now at this point. I don't necessarily think I believe that, but if you get a chance, go watch his interview with Chris Cuomo mm -hmm. and it's like, wow. Yeah. And, but more so, Jen, I guess to your point, not only are we tired of talking about these kind of stories, we're tired about nobody doing nothing about exactly. it. Exactly. So that that's kind of just brings it right back to what I was yeah. getting ready to say. So like me and my mom are actually just having a conversation about this because I agree. I, I agree with you. I, I don't think we're beyond redemption. Like I think right. we can do it, but we just people really need to wake up. And I, I think that like I've been saying this for I think a few months now that, you know, with unity, like it's not it's it's us versus the elite. It's us versus the government. I hate to say that. Like, that's, mm -hmm. can I say that? Should I yep. say that? Anyways, it's us <laughs> versus the government. My bad. I'm probably going to get in trouble for that one. I don't care. But at the end of the day, that's what it is. It's not left and right. It's not, you know, you're a Democrat. I can't like you or, you know, you're a conservative. I can't like you like we. Mm -hmm. 
as as American citizens need to come together and make our politicians do their job because they are supposed to work for the people and they're not working for the people that haven't worked for the people for a very, very long time. And uh, which brings back to the conversation I was having with my mom. She's like, I just really fear, you know, she's like, I really fear for what my grandkids are going to be growing up into. And I'm like, mm-hmm. yeah, which I'm like, that's why like me and my friends are doing what we're doing because we don't want them to grow up in that type of an America. Like, I'm not saying that things were perfect when I was growing up. Like, obviously mm-hmm. I, I, I didn't know like half the stuff that was going on. But like I look at it now, it's like compared to how it is now, it isn't that bad. I didn't have like we didn't have to worry about politics at my age for mm. a reason. Like even even into my teenage years, I didn't have to worry about politics because it didn't like they were just doing whatever it was that they were doing. And it didn't really affect us. But now things are slowly affecting everybody. And like we just we can't we can't let it happen. anymore. In this information age, we start we began to unite we started to realize we are all different, but we've got common interests. We've got common goals. We just want to be productive, good human citizens, Mm -hmm. and we want to be together. Now, I firmly believe, and call me Alex Jones, call me whatever you want. I think big tech, big pharma, big government, big oil, and I think there was another one. They saw that, oh, shit, yeah, we do control all the money, but that money does us no good if we're outnumbered mm-hmm. five million to every one of us. Yeah. Okay. And once they realized that, I think they had to, dis- they were, they, I, I don't want to say an Illuminati, an Illuminati or a cabal. I'm not saying that, but I think some of them thought, okay, we need to start dividing these people because it mm-hmm. looks like, this new invention of the internet and this information age, it's uniting them. They're sharing ideas. They're uh-huh. sharing solutions. Hold up. No, we can't let that happen. Yeah. I'm not trying to start a civil war, but I would listen to somebody make that argument. Yeah. It's, and I, I but the problem is a lot of people a lot smarter than us are trying to come up with solutions mm-hmm. and they are either getting shut down or they're not being allowed or they're they come up missing i'll just say yeah Yeah. and i think a lot of it also is that they're not they're not also they're also not getting the support because and i'm look i'm just as guilty of it like i do run amazon i try not to go to walmart i hate walmart just for not even for like big corporation issues i just hate walmart so i try to stay away from that stuff so you guys need to start looking into, you know, these smaller businesses, there is a new website that has started where you can buy things. It's going to be pretty much the uh, Patriots version of Amazon and then some strictly Patriots.com. Make sure you guys check that out. Like I I really encourage you guys to look at that and start shopping there. And then there's, there's going to be other things. There's a lot of big plans for that. Um, I'm not a spokesperson for Strictly Patriots, but I have like a lot of friends that's been telling me about it and I kind of looked at it a little bit today. So it's 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 going to be a good thing. We just mm-hmm. got to give it the support that it needs and not let it fail because it's going to be great. Yeah, that that's the other thing. Big tech, whether it's Amazon, Google, Facebook, Twitter, they have become so big that if they get a competitor or somebody they think can grow to be a competitor, they will either buy them out or they will buy enough politicians to crush them. 
Yeah. And the, we're in a really, really, really sad state of affairs mm-hmm. when you are afraid to be competition because your competition can buy off the people that can crush you. Yeah. Yeah. And it, it, it does suck. And I, do, I don't know what the solutions are anymore. Like that, yeah. uh, there's, I, I will be a hundred percent honest with you guys. There are a lot of days lately where I just don't want to do any of this anymore. I just want to go to my base camp and raise or have my little dog business. And like, that's that, like, I don't mm-hmm. want to be, I don't want to do it anymore. But at the same time, like, if we continue to allow this country to go the way that it's going, base camp's not going to be feasible. Like I won't be allowed to have a base camp. I won't be allowed to have my pew pews. I won't, I won't be able to start my own business, you know? Mm -hmm. So I have to continue to fight for not only my rights, but everybody else's rights. And I just, you guys actions speak louder than words. Like I can sit up here and tell you all the words, but what, what good is my words if I'm not actually out there doing the things. So I highly encourage you guys to go out and also do the things. Yeah. I try to encourage everybody like this weekend, my wife and I spent uh, the weekend in Panama City Beach Mm -hmm. and we bought local every place that we could Nice, because this is a community that we're thinking about moving to. We actually Mm -hmm. looked at a couple of apartments down there and we wanted to support local, but also talk to local people. Mm -hmm. That's going to lead me to the story about my shirt. Yes. So, yeah, we walked in, for those of you listening on Spotify, it is a let's go Brandon t-shirt. So we went into one of the local, uh, shops on the boardwalk. It was, uh, a souvenir shop. Mm-hmm. Anyway, the lady is, uh, that's ringing us up. She says the t-shirt's 30 bucks. I said, ah, it's a little bit more than I wanted to spend. You can go ahead and take that back. And she says, well, I'll go ahead and give you $5 off. And I said, well, I wasn't trying to barter. I wasn't trying to get a better deal, but I'll take it. Yeah. And uh, so I went ahead and bought the T-shirt. But this lady had, I lived in Germany for a couple of years. Mm-hmm. So I can hear an Eastern European or Russian accent like that. Mm-hmm. And I asked her, I said, ma'am, I don't mean to get personal, but can you, are you originally from Panama City Beach? She goes, no, no. I said, you're from Russia, aren't you? She lit up like a Christmas tree. Oh. <gasps> You hear Russian? I, I said, yes, yes, yes. And I said, you're not from Moscow either. You're some from in the South. St. Petersburg, how do you know this? <laughs> and she, and we sat there and then we talked with this lady for a good 15 minutes. And she was just super sweet, super awesome. It was her store. I was so happy to support her by buying this shirt. But the fact that this lady has been in America for seven years mm-hmm. and has a successful business coming from one of the worst run countries on the planet. It's things like that that make me say we can be redeemed as a people, as a society, and as a country. This woman talked for 15 minutes about how she loved it here, and it's nowhere near as bad Mm -hmm. as people think it is. Right. I do agree with that. I do agree with that. Um, So let's kind of like change a little bit of the tune how was your vacation? Oh, my gosh. Jen, the only thing that we did not... Okay, there's a famous restaurant in uh, PCB that we've wanted to go to every time we went down there, and it's called Pineapple Willie's. And we, the first time we tried to go, it was closed for COVID. And this time we tried to go, the owner had died. So they were hosting a celebration of life for his family, friends, and workers there. So I just don't think it's in the cards to try this place. But 
it's starting to get late. We're just hungry. We go to uh, we go to Texas Roadhouse, and that was it was so terrible. But other than Texas Roadhouse not being good, it was the best vacation I've ever had. Nice, that's yeah. awesome. That's really we, awesome. Yeah, we had. Uh, Did you the get fir- the pictures of the uh, the lunar eclipse? I got a couple of pictures, but they're not very good. We. It was so cold, and yeah. I'm trying to get the tripod to hold still on a Zoom tight end. It just wasn't very, um, it, it just wasn't very feasible. Plus, all I can think about is, you know, got to keep checking the time. We got to go. We got to go because if you don't get through Nashville before morning traffic hits, mm-hmm. you're stuck in Nashville for a oh, couple yeah. hours. Yeah, yeah. It, it's bad. But uh, we looked at a couple of places to rent down there. We spent a little beach time. Uh, we tried a lot of local cuisine. Oh, my mm-hmm. gosh. If you're ever down there, Angry Tuna. It's a restaurant. And it's called the Angry Tuna, and you've got to check it out. It's really fun. Right. Um, of course, we went to Margaritaville. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, lot, a lot of local shops, a lot of local restaurants, and uh, a little beach time. Decompressed. I let the ocean take away a lot of my stress a lot of my worries uh my and of course as we're driving down there about the time we hit the alabama florida line is when the rittenhouse verdict comes in Mm -hmm. my phone starts blowing up i'm like jesus because i'm using my navigation Mm -hmm. on my phone to get down there but uh you know every five seconds i'm getting a notification 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 i'm like Mm -hmm. golly but either way it, it was a lot of fun that's good that's awesome so we'll do, uh, we're going to do Pensacola next month and we'll go to Bay St. Louis, Mississippi in February. Nice. That's awesome. Yeah. I, I got, I got some plans for myself too. So first I want to start with the moon is fake. Like, the moon, <laughs> like the moon, are you talking the moon this, itself or the moon landing? The moon, no, the moon itself this past week was fake. And let me explain why. And then I'm going to tell you about like, what, like what's going on currently with like, cause I got my family in town or whatever. And I want to That's talk great. about New York anyway. So I was headed home from work, um, Thursday. And as I'm driving down, I'm headed East. I see the moon and it's mm. still daylight out, which it's not uncommon. Mm-hmm. I've seen the moon during the day before, but this sucker was huge. Mm-hmm. The closer I get to it, cause it's starting to get a little bit darker. Bill, there was a line, a perfect straight line that Mm. went down the moon. Like it was like the top quarter was like sliced off. Wow, that's a really nice picture. Oh yeah, that's that's about the best. (laughs) That's about the best. That's about the best picture I could get of the fake eclipse of the fake moon. Yeah. So yeah, I'm like, listen, I I I'm not saying that moon was fake, but the moon (laughs) that I saw was fake. I'm telling you this this moon was fake because mm-hmm. the moon does not have a line that goes through. And no, it wasn't right. like a power line. Like I was staring at this moon for a very long time headed home. It had a fucking line through it. It wasn't real. And it just, it kind of set the whole, I, I don't know. There was like a weird shift this weekend. There was hmm. a really weird shift. Um, but anyway, so you guys know that my, my parents came into town on Saturday and uh, so Sunday we went to we went out east um, on Long Island and we went and checked out a couple of lighthouses, picked up some seashells and some cool rocks on one of the beaches. And then um, Monday we went to the city and it was an adventure, you guys. Like we got up super early. It was uh, I think we got up. We, we left the house by 730, went, got got them a New York bagel. So they got the New York bagel experience. And then we rode the train down uh, to Manhattan and we went to 
the Statue of Liberty. So Liberty mm-hmm. Island. I but listen, Bill, I don't know if you remember, like I remember growing up thinking like learning that the Statue of Liberty was on Ellis Island. Like it was one in the same. Mm-hmm. And I like I learned like a couple months ago that it's not that there's two different islands. I did not. I didn't know that. I'm oh, my God. I'm going to blow your mind. There's two different islands. So the Statue of Liberty is well, on sure. an island by itself. It's mm-hmm. called Liberty Island. And then mm-hmm. Alice Island is completely separate. So huh. we went to Liberty Island this morning and uh, saw, you know, or Monday morning. I'm pre-recording. I'm getting myself a little twisted. I'm just going to say how it was. So we went to Liberty Island this morning, saw the Statue of Liberty, and it was just like America. Like, I'm telling you guys, like, it was like the, it was just an awesome experience like seeing that and then getting to go into like the museum and you mm-hmm. know learn about like how they put it together and like all like all the stuff um i wasn't allowed to go into the restaurant because i wasn't vaccinated so there was that incident my dad was pissed my dad was pissed oh, because boy. i so we are we were going to just try it like i was just going to show my military id and be like hey i do have medical exemptions because nobody ever talks about the exemptions right like, i don't know they never talk about it but I, I didn't even think about it. I was just, I, I haven't been feeling the greatest today. So I was like, I'll just go wait outside. It's no big deal. Well, my dad comes out with the food. He's, he's still heated. And I'm like, and he's like, so they're in there. They're checking IDs. They're checking for vaccine, your vaccine card. And you have to wear a mask. I'm like, okay. He's like, their workers weren't wearing masks. Some of them were, but not all of them. And then the ones that were, some of them didn't even have it over their nose. And I'm like, wow, my dad was heated over that. And then, um, anyway, so then after we finished, like, looking at the Statue of Liberty and doing all that, we went over to Alice Island. Mm-hmm. And it kind of, I don't want to say it sucks. Like, I really do like learning about, like, places like that. Mm-hmm. Um, but I felt kind of rushed because we spent a really long time, you know, at the Statue of Liberty. Plus, it like, by the time we got there, it, it was already getting, like, it was already almost noon by the time we got to Liberty Island. So I felt kind of rushed going through Ellis Island. Um, I I do want to go back and like, like read more about it. Um, And then we're going to go back tomorrow. We're going to go check out the 9-11 Memorial and all that stuff. Uh, Go to do the whole New York experience for them. So you have to take your mom and dad and get them a dollar slice. The heck is a dollar slice? Like a pizza? Yeah. Dollar slice of pizza. There are anywhere in new york i know the hold on oh, look, i mean we're gonna get pizza while they're here yeah but the dollar slice pizza that's a new york tradition i mean hold on dollar slice tomorrow. pizza yeah it's called dollar slice pizza new york they've got them all over the place i know there's okay. a bunch of them uh of course uh the big ones are the five boroughs yeah and they've got a bunch of other ones but yeah the, uh two bros pizza there's 99 cent pizza dollar slice pizza oh well then maybe yeah. we'll do that for lunch and we'll figure out pizza another day like because i think we're gonna do that saturday for the game yeah but dollar I slice pizza that that's a new oh, york yeah. tradition you got to do that when you're in new yeah. york well definitely yeah i'm gonna look into that like i'm i'm exhausted i'm exhausted I bet. Not so good. like i'm just it was just a really long day. And then let me tell you guys about my my experience in Times Square. Uh-oh. There's, oh, this is bad. It's- okay. Well, let, let me ask you this real quick before you, because is it true that these costume characters will try to jump in your shot and then charge you? Um. So I think it does happen. It didn't happen to us tonight, but there are okay. like, my mom was like trying to take a picture of Batman and he like covered himself with this cape and was like, come over here and take a picture. And she's like, just trying to, she's like, like telling me, like, I'm just trying to get a picture. I'm like, he wants you to take a picture, like 
go over there because he wants to charge you. She's like, mm-hmm. charge. And I'm like, that's mm-hmm. what they do. Like they're they're yeah. like these little street performers or whatever. But anyway, so we decided because we were supposed to do the 9-11 memorial uh, today. But because mm-hmm. it got so late, we're like, oh, we're not going to, it closes at five. Like we're not going to make it. So we decided that we're just going to go check out Times Square. And because it gets dark here a little bit earlier, you know, mm-hmm. you get, get, they get to see all the lights and kind of really experience right. it. I have really high anxiety when it comes to being around a lot of people. Mm-hmm. And when we got on the subway headed to Times Square, it got really packed. And I haven't been in a subway that packed in mm. a very long time even like the first time i went down the city it wasn't like that oh. and i have this little girl that's like leaning over me trying to like hit this other little girl and i was like just anxiety like I, it, it wasn't because it was just people in my space right. so i was already like on edge plus it's starting to get dark so i'm like super on edge so we're just we're all we're doing is we're just going to walk a quick loop around Times square so they can experience it get the pictures they want and then we can call it a night mm-hmm. so i am standing there with my dad my mom's taking pictures uh i think she was taking pictures of the new the new year's ball and i see this listen you guys i'm not (laughs) discriminatory i don't even know if this person was actually trans but i saw this trans woman and she like slams her bag on like i I don't even remember what it was like it was i don't remember if it was newspaper stand like i just don't remember but slams her bag on there opens it and just and i'm just kind of like Okay. And I turned my back to her mistake number one, but I was just like, I, I'm not going to, I'm just going to talk to my dad and like, look. Do, doesn't involve me. I it don't doesn't involve to be, me. Exactly. Right. So I'm mm-hmm. not going to pay attention. Okay. I have my hands in my pocket. Next thing you know, I'm being punched in the arm. I got straight up. Punched what? In the arm. Yeah. And I turn and I'm, excuse my language, you guys. Again, this is not like, these are the words that were said to me. Um, this trans woman starts cussing me out saying, you fucking faggot. Don't you ever touch me. I don't like being touched. And I was like, what? I'm like, you just hit me. Like, what are you talking about? And there was a split second. Jen was about to go ham. Like I was, I really wanted to rock her fucking jaw because like you punched me for no reason. But then like I stopped myself. I I will admit I did get a little scared because there have been a lot of stabbings in New York. And like, that Mm -hmm. was the thing that came to my mind. If I fucking go after her like she might have a knife because it, mm. it all happened so quick i didn't even get a chance to really like assess the whole situation she was that close i couldn't even see her hands so i'm like what the fuck and i i got a little scared and i was just like i didn't fucking touch you like you're the one that punched me for absolutely no reason like get the fuck away from me type of thing and then like she ran off and i was just like i couldn't believe it like i couldn't believe like i got Jesus. For no fucking reason. and i was telling my dad like later on on the train i said you know i like I was watching, like I clocked her when she first came up and put her bag down. And I'm like, I'm really glad that I turned away because had I didn't, had I not turned away, I probably would have been punched in the face. And like, this face can't get punched. Like, no, it, hell no, punched. hell no. But like, I, and then I was like, I, I was kind of, ma- I'm, I'm mad at myself, but I'm also mm-hmm. glad with myself that I didn't react the way I wanted to, because I really did want to just like pummel this girl. Because, oh, like, you, you're a better person than I am because that ended up with somebody in a rear naked choke. Yeah, and I really wanted to, but I stopped myself because, like, this person was clearly on something mm-hmm. and having a really bad day. And like I said, I don't know what was in her hands. And yeah. I'll tell you something, Bill. Like, my arm, like, I had to check my arm because at one point I did think that I got poked with something. 
because yeah. like the way, so the way my arm was because I had my hands in my pockets right. and it's my bad shoulder as is and she got me like right on my bicep and the way my arm hit it like tweaked my shoulder and my elbow and I think that was causing like kind of like a burning pain and yeah. I was like oh man like I had to go check to make sure I didn't get stabbed with something I didn't I'm good Ooh. I'm safe now like good. everything's good no no one needs to stress out or be worried like it was just I couldn't I like I still can't believe it like right. I can't believe it. Quit that kind of leads me to a question. I know that in my state and a couple of other states in the union that if you're active duty military, you can conceal carry a weapon. You don't need a permit or anything like. Is that the case in New so York or that is a nationwide? I can. Oh, okay. I well, I have to get my Leosa cert. It's not active duty military. You have to have certain credentials. So oh. with me being a military police officer, I can apply for it, get approved, and I can conceal carry any all fifty states. Obviously, mm -hmm. you can't conceal carry in like the normal state, the normal places. Yeah. But um, I also don't have my pew pew here. Mm. You know, so okay, that's that was the other thing. So we're we're gonna go back down tomorrow. Um, I don't know. I might end up just going down with a small knife. Just, just to be honest, because I don't feel comfortable down there at nighttime. And yeah. we're it's going to end up being nighttime again. And I'm just like, I don't know. It, it was. Just I crazy. I am sorry you had that experience. I really no, I mean, it's, hate that it's, for you. It's fine now. Like I I was pretty. I was a little shaken up by it, and I was pretty upset at like some reactions. But mm. you know, it's just. It is what it is, you know, like I'm fine. I'm just, I'm glad it was at that level and it wasn't something else. Cause I'm, I'm, I, I hear about the news cause I watch the local news, you know, that's like that really the only news I do watch. And there mm. are a lot of bad things that happen in the city. And I'm just like, and the city makes me really nervous, but I want to make sure I give my parents like the full New York experience. Like they came all the way out here and I just want to make sure they have a good time without any of us dying. <laughs> <laughs> Well, how other than that, how are they enjoying their time right now? Um, I think they're really enjoying it. They're very tired today. I mean, we all are. We walked around all day today. So I think tomorrow um, it's not going to be as bad. It's going to be a lot colder. So we're going to be bundled up. And then I think Wednesday, we're, I don't know exactly what we're doing. We were going to go to the city like all three days, but I don't think we're doing that anymore. <laughs> I think we're going to go um, do some more not high up tempo stuff on Wednesday. And then obviously Thursday, Thanksgiving. And then um, Friday, we're going to, we are going to go back down to the city on Friday because we're going to do like the carriage ride and we want to see like the Christmas lights and stuff. So good luck, Jen and, and, mom <laughs> and dad. And, and, you know, like, let's hope like nothing bad happens. And then Saturday is the game. Yes, oh, it is. Guys. It's going to be a good, it's going to be a good game. Yeah. 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 <laughs> but I, I mean, it, I don't think it's going to be, I just don't see any change happening with the game. It, yeah. You know, Michigan keeps it close for about a half. Mm -hmm. Ohio State steps on the gas in the second half. Yeah. I mean, I just, that that's fine. But at the same time, like, I just hope that we have a good game and the Buckeyes win. Like, that's all I care about. That's all I care about. <laughs> like, I, I do hope it's, I really do hope that it's a good game this year because, like, come on. Like, we need it. But at the same time, I just as long as the Buckeyes win. <laughs> <laughs> all right. Hit them with some Jinjin thoughts. All right. Well, I don't really have uh, much for Jen Jen thoughts. The only thing is to, to 
really just remember you guys to shop local, you know, support the smaller businesses, strictlypatriots.com, look into, you know, things like that. Like stop, get away from like these big corporations like Amazon, Walmart. I'm just as guilty. I'm working on it. Like, don't be mad at me, but let's start focusing more on stuff like that. And as always, like, I want you guys to be good human beings. It, this isn't the end of the world. I hope, I don't know, like it, this was kind of a weird day. Like that, I guess that's one thing I forgot to talk about how, like how fake today kind of felt like all day, but that's, you guys are going to think I'm crazy. It's fine. But like, that's just another thing. The end of the day, you guys just be a good human being, treat others re with respect. You don't always have to get along. You don't always have to share the same types of opinions. Just be a good, decent human being to one another with, you know, all that. Um, and then I think, uh, I, I think that's pretty much it. I hope you guys have an awesome Thanksgiving and we will let you guys know what we decide with the holiday season. Other than that, go Buckeyes. Thank you buddies for tuning in. Thank you to producer Bill. Thanks my dad for, you know, hanging out with us for a little bit and until next time you guys.